This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good afternoon everyone. Bruch Ma'abayim. Welcome to the Shimru International Learning Program. We continue in uh, the Lamed Tes Malachas. We are up to Malacha 18. Your favorite Malacha, Oisa Shtei Bateniren, preparing two heddles. So, that is the malacha we're going to do today. Um, it may not be a malacha which is um, very applicable, not too many people are in the weaving business. However, there is a very important point of lambdas that will emerge from this malacha. If you look on your second sheet, you see the eye of the heddles. So, during the process of arranging the warp threads on the loom, the threads must be placed must be passed through heddles. Heddles are cords or wires, each with an eye in middle, through which a thread can be passed. So you put the threads through the eye of the heddle. They are attached to a mounting or frame. They allow every alternating warp thread to be raised or lowered. Basically, the odd warp threads are attached to one frame, and the even ones are attached to the other, and they alternate alternate hiring and lowering the various frames. The process is then reversed, and the weft thread is passed back through the warp threads. So basically, by hiring and lowering, you allow the weft to go above and go below, above and below, and then it goes back, and that's how the weaving process is accomplished. As will be shown, it is the subject of debate what exactly the definition of oisashte bate nirim is. We're going to see an important machlekes. What is the definition of oisashte bate nirim? Okay, so so far so good. Everyone enjoying so far? I hope so. I only see. I don't see too many faces. So hopefully, uh, Yitzi, I see you. How you doing? So. Um, the, that's the av malacha. The Rambam says oisashne bate nirim chayev. One who makes two. Uh, heddles is liable. One who prepares two heddles is liable. But then the tolda of the malacha is, the Rambam says, if you make a sieve, or a strainer, or a basket, or a hairnet, or if you weave a bed of ropes, these are all items that are produced with the weaving process. This is a tolda derivative of preparing the heddles. And from the time you prepare two frames of any of these, he is liable. So too, anyone who prepares two heddles in the process of making any item which is made fra- with frames, uh, one is chayev. So anyone who prepares two heddles in the process of making any item which is made with frames, so your chayev, the Rambam, does not list any mitzvot drabanan on oisa shnei batinir. Now how does Rashi define the malacha of oisa shnei batinir? Rashi in two places, on Nafayin Gimel Amad Aleph, and Rashi on Kufhe Amad Aleph, Rashi learns that the definition of Oise Shnei Bate Nirim is threading the heddle. Rashi on Nafayin Gimel says, Shenasan Shnei Chutin Nir. You put the two threads in through the heddle. Um, the implication of Rashi is that the Malach of Oise Shnei Bate Nirim refers to threading the warp, through the heddles, and Rashi says the same thing on Daf Kofhei. Now, what is the function? What's the purpose of the heddles? <clears throat> so the uh, Toysus Yamtiv explains basically what we 
outlined before. The heddles are wires or cords. Each one has an eye through which you pass through a thread, and they're attached to a frame. And the heddles allows every alternating warp thread to be raised or lowered. So, for example, every odd warp thread passes through a heddle attached to frame A, and every even warp thread passes through a heddle attached to frame B. When the weaver raises frame A and lowers frame B, so the odd warp threads raise are raised, the even ones descend, it creates a gap, and the weft could be passed through. Then it's reversed, and when the weft comes through on the other end, it, uh, it goes in the above and below, the ones that it went below and above the first time around. Now, according to Rashi, the definition of uh, a mesach, which is warping, is stretching the warp threads from the warp beam to the cloth beam. And then oiseshnebate nirin is threading the two eyes of the heddle. However, the Toysus Rid in Masech the Shabbos, Ein Gimel questions Rashi, and he says, Oiseshnebate nirim refers to threading the warp threads through the heddles. Ra- again, Rashi says, Oiseshnebate nirim is, is threading the warp threads through the heddles, and the Toysus Rid has a question on that. He has two questions on that, for that matter. He says, number one, that it's not mashma. It would not seem to be correct that threading the heddles would be considered a separate malacha. No, threading the heddles is part of mesach. It's part of warping. Threading the heddles is a separate malacha of oisashnei batenirim? Says the Toysus Rid, no. Threading the heddles is included in mesach. And oisashnei batenirim is not mashma, you're threading the heddles. It sounds like you're making the heddles. And therefore the Toysus Rid says... That in fact, Oisishnebate Nirim um, is uh, constructing the heddles. When it says Oisa, it means you arrange the heddle in the place where you intend to insert the warp threads. And between every cord of the knots of the heddles is called a bias. So if you produce, you create, you make two um, eyes as heddles. That is the definition of Oiseh Shnei Batinirim. The Taisus Rit says, Oiseh, when it says, one who made, who perushai, shemesakein habeisnir. You fix the hedo, bamakum shuasa lachnas chutayashsi, where you're going to put in the warp threads, and between each thread, you tie the Batinirim, and you make it into a frame. The Lecha Mishnah feels that the words, Oiseh Shnei Batinirim, have such a strong implication that you're making the head all, not threading it, that he learns that's exactly what Rashi means. The Lecha Mishnah says what Rashi means is one who produces the head alls. Um, however, the Toysus Yamtif uh, interprets Rashi like Rashi seems to say, that you're threading the heddles. And what is it? How do you read the words, Oisa Shnei Batenirim? He reads it as if it would say, Ha'oisa Bishte Batenirim. One who made in the two heddles. In order, in other words, in order to reconcile what Rashi's 
Rashi's comments with the words of the Gemara, the Toysus word says, no Rashi, hold means that you thread the warp threads, though you thread the heddles, so, but you read it as if it would say, Now, <clears throat> I'm going to um, share with you the opinion of the Me'iri, which some say the Rambam learns this way. And the Me'iri seems to learn that the definition of does not refer to making the heddles, and it doesn't refer to stringing them, but any time you make a net-like structure which resembles weaving, in you're making a rectangular frame or a parallel frame, that is the malach of Oyseshtebatinirin. It is, so, so to speak, a similar type of activity to weaving. That is the opinion of the Meiri. Some say the Rambam learns that way. By the way, just as, a, as an aside, as a side point, um, the malacha of Oyseshtebatinirim does not apply only to threads. But uh, the Gemara and Shabbos says on Ayin that somebody who creates a receptacle out of reeds would be chayiv for Oyseh Shdei Batinir and Ezel. So it's not limited to threading. Okay, this is uh, the lumdus that I want to take out of today's subject. <clears throat> and that is, if you look at the Mishnah Masech the Shabbos and Daf Ayin Gimel, interestingly, it lists 39 Malachis. And by some of the malachas, it gives a shear. For example, it says, Oise shte bate niren. Why doesn't it say, Oise base near? No, you have to have a minimum of two. Or, if you have to, for kesiva, you have to write a minimum of two letters. There are certain malachas where the Mishnah gives a specific shear. Now, in general, there's a shas machlaikis, and uh, you need to know this, and the way you can remember it, is it's on daf ayin dalid. Let the, the letters are da, no. Okay? This is something you really need to know. Daf ayin dalid. Chatzishir. We know sometimes the Torah says, don't eat something, and usually it's asr bekezayis. Sometimes it's us <gasps> a dried <clears throat> fig. Let's say you eat or partake or violate less than the shear that the Torah um, gives for a particular prohibition. Is that an Isser Da'iraisa, or is it not an Isser Da'iraisa? We know you're not going to be chayv a carbon chatas, you might not be chayv misa, but is that biblically forbidden, or is it only rabbinically forbidden? It's a famous machlekes, Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Gufa, chatzishir, a half a shir. Rabbi Yochanan Omar, asr minatayra. Rish Lakish Omar, mutter minatayra. Rabbi Yochanan Omar, asr minatayra. Rabbi Yochan says it's awesome not Torah. Kiven the chazil it's tarufe isura ka'achel. Since let's say the Torah says don't eat something, and you ate, and usually a shir of achila is a kazayis, and the guy ate a half a kazayis. So the halach is your chayiv. The reason why your chayiv midoy raisa, the reason why it's an isra doy raisa, is because you could end up eating another half a kazayis, and then it will be mitzaref to violate 
the shear the Torah gives even for um, bringing a carbon or a chi of kares. So since the amount that was eaten could join up with uh, more of that item, it is an iser dairaisa. And Reish Lakish says, no, it's mutter midairaisa. The Torah says, don't eat. And you didn't eat because you ate less than the shear. The Gemara is talking about, the specific example, is somebody ate half of an olive's worth of forbidden food. Rabbi Yochan says you violated a dairaisa because if you were to eat another half an olive, that would be a full amount. So therefore even a half an olive is also a dairaisa. And Rish Lakish says no. The minimum requirement is it has to be considered eating and this is not considered eating. So the question is, can now we paskin like Rabbi Yochanan that chatzi shears also minatayra. Can you apply this to other isurim to hilchay Shabbos? The Gemara on Masech the Shabbos on Daf Ayin Dalid. What do you know? The Gemara says, can you do boirer on something smaller than the shear? So the Gemara says, of course not. You're not going to violate isurim less than the shear. And Rashi explains. Can you bake less than the shear? I understand there's no chi of chatos. <clears throat> because we hold chatz, um, but there is an iser dairaisa because we hold chatzi shir asim in Like it says in Masechta Yuma, chatzi shir asim in So how could it say you could be boyer lechat chila? So we're applying to Hilcha Shabbos the Yisoid that chatzi shir is asim min and uh, the Me'iri says that any Brera which is Aser is also even less than the Shir, even less than a Gregorus, even though there's no Chiv Chatas, because Chatsi Shir is Aser Menatera. So Toysus has the following Gavaldiga Kasha. Toysus says, so why if Chatsi Shir is Aser Menatera, why does the Mishnah say, Oise Shnei Bate Niren, someone who made two heddles, or someone who wove two threads, or somebody who unraveled two threads, sewed, wrote a shear. What do you mean? Even less than the shear is still Asr Minatayra. Chatsi shear Asr Minatayra. If Chatsi shear is Asr Minatayra, then why does, the tira, why does the Mishnah have to give a shear of Shtei Bate Nir? And even one Nir would be an Isr Daraisa. <coughs> so the Minchas Chinuch attempts to answer this question of Taisus. The Minchas Chinuch quotes the Sefer Mogain Avais, a Remord Chabanet. And Remord Chabanet says, you know, Toysus is Medayik. Why does it give the Mishnah give a shear, Shte Bate Niren, or Shte Oisiyas, one who writes two Oisiyas, one who erases two Oisiyas, if half a shear is also Minatayra? Says Remord Chabanet, Chatsi shir asr minatayra is only on those things that the Mishnah doesn't give a shir. But if the Mishnah says that you're only chayiv if you make two batay nirin, or if you only if you write two letters, or if you write two letters, if you make one by base nir, or you write one letter, or you erase one letter, it's not an isra at all. Even Rabbi Yochanan would agree. Chatsi shir asr minatayra is only when there's no shir explicitly. So we assume it's a Kazayas, but even less than Kazayas would be an Isr But when the Mishnah and Chazal have a tradition, it has to be two Bateinir, and it has to be two Oisiyas. If you do one base Nir or one ice, 
it would only be, it would not be Nisar Daraisa. There is a, di- a difference between the Malachas, the Mishnah gives the shear, and if it doesn't. If it doesn't give a shear, then let's say baking or selecting, okay, you have to bake a kazayis, but even less than kazayis would be Asr Daraisa. But when the Mishnah explicitly gives a shear, says the Menchaz Chinuch, if you do less than the shear, we do not say Chatsi Shir Asr Menatayra, there is no Isra at all. Why should that be? Why would it be that some malachais, if you do less than the shear, there's no isra at all, and other malachais, if you do less than the shear, we say chatsi shir asam na Why by baking do we say even if you bake less than a kazai, is chatsi shir asam na And when it comes to, let's say when it comes to um, to batenirin, we don't say chatsi shir asam na so the Sefer Makar Halacha says as follows. We can clear the following Chakira, which means we could ponder the following Halachic query, the following Halachic dilemma. When there is a shear in the Malacha of Shabbos, that yeah, you're now to do a certain Malacha, and there's a, a, a measurement of a minimum that you have to accomplish to be in violation. Is it that it's a measurement of what constitutes a malacha, that it's not a malacha less than the shear. Or, no, it's like any other shear. Of course it's a malacha less than the shear. But in order for the malacha to be liable, it has to be a shear chashuv. So it's not a shear in the malacha, it's the shear in the significance of what you're setting out to do. In other words, is this a shear in less than two bate nirin is not a malacha, or no, it is a malacha, it's just, we're not going to hold you liable until you um, accomplish a certain significant achievement. Says the Sefer, Makar Halacha, that is the difference between the various shiurim. When it comes to baking, when it comes to cooking, there, it's a malacha, regardless of how much you bake or cook. The shear is just a shear in what's considered significant and chashuv. Therefore, if you, even if you do less than the shear, although it's not significant, still chatsi shear, asr menatara, you did the malacha, you might not be chayv kares, you might not be, you might not have to bring a carbon, but you still violated, violated the malacha. But there are certain shiurim, like, like uh, stringing the heddle or writing, that if you just string one head or you write one letter, it's not that you didn't do something significant. You didn't do the malacha. The shear is not a shear in chashivos. It's a shear in the minimum requirement of the malacha. And that is why, according to the Men if somebody makes one base near, you'd be completely potter. Or if somebody writes one letter, you'd be completely potter. And we don't apply chatsi shir asim Chatsi shir asim is only if it's a shir in chashivos. But if it's a shir in the malacha, then we don't say chatsi shir asim However, comes the Mishnah Bura, and the Mishnah Bura says, no, nein. The Mishnah Bura is in Simen, shin, mem, sif gimel. That there's no difference between any of the malachas. Whenever you do a half a requirement, it is asr menatayra. Whether it's baking, whether making one heddle, or writing one letter. That is the opinion of the Mishnah Bura. And uh, 
the, uh, he substantiates this from the Magen Avram, and he says that um, <clears throat> that it's the Isser Dairaisa to do half a Malacha, like every half measure of forbidden food, which we know, like Rabbi Yochanan, is Aser uh, Menatoira, so too, when it comes to the Malachas of Shabbos. Now, so the question would have to, would be then, according to the Mishnah Bura, that one is Chayiv, not only on a Chatsi share of Bishol and a Chatsi share of Afiyah, but one is Chayiv even on a Chatsi shear of Oisashtei Batenir. In other words, if one would string two heddles, that even, even if you string one heddle, not like the Minchas Chinuch and the Sefer that we just saw that explained the Minchas Chinuch, the Makar Halacha, that, you'd still, that you would be completely potter. The Mishabura holds when it comes to all Malachas, one, is, uh, one violates an Isser Da'i Raisa by even doing part of the Malacha. So what, why would the Mishnah have to give a shear Dafka by Oisa Shtei Bateinirin or Kaisiv Shtei Oisiyais? So the Tfaras Yisrael says, the reason the Mishnah gives a shear is because you might have thought that without the shear, <clears throat> if had the Mishnah not given a shear, you might have thought making two heddles is not accomplishing anything or sewing two threads is not accomplishing anything. So the Chiddush of the Mishnah is not that only if you do this amount and less is nothing. The Chiddush of the Mishnah is, this amount is still a Davar Chashav, and you, are, you, you would be fully Chayev even to bring a carbon for this amount. Now, the Mishabura says, um, regarding the Gemara and Shabbos, that if somebody writes two letters separately, he's Pater. So, what do you mean you're putter? It's right, the Gemara says, If you write two letters on two different walls, so that's tantamount to writing one letter and one letter, the Gemara says, You're putter, it's only Nisar Durabanan. <clears throat> Why would it only be Durabanan? It should be Dairaisa. And basically, the Mishnah says that when the Gemara says, You're putter, it means at the very least it's an Isser Durabanan, but sometimes it would even be an Isser Dairaisa. So the bottom line is that there's a very amazing and interesting Machloikes, the Minchas Chinuch and the Mishnah Bura, regarding those Malachas that the Torah, that the Mishnah gives a shear for if you do less than the shear. The Mishnah Bura says it would be an Isser Dairaisa, Chatsi Shir Asr Torah. The Minchas Chinuch says no. These are not Shiurim in Chashivas, these are Shiurim in the Malacha. We don't say chatsi shir asam in when the shear given is a shear, a measurement in the definition of the malacha, not just the definition in chashi, uh, definition of chashivas. Okay, we're going to hold it over here today. Someone has a question? We go like the Mishnah Bura. We go like the Mishnah Bura. That chatsi shir asam by all the malachas of Shabbos. I mean, the Minchas Chinuch has a nice lambdas, but Lahalacha, we're going to go like the Mishnah Bura. Okay, everyone, thank you very much for joining. Hope to see everybody next time. Gazun Tahit. And have a wonderful Shabbos. Shkoyach, Kaltov. Bye bye.
You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.